Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. We're so excited you're tuning into one of our amazing messages. What you're about to hear is going to be fresh, it's going to be real, and it's going to be powerful. It's going to help you to grow stronger in your walk with God. It's going to put faith on the inside of you. It's going to cause you to be able to walk in greater dimensions of blessing and enlargement so that you can be a blessing to other people. Well, lean in, enjoy the Word. God bless you. Come with me in your Bibles. I want to speak on the topic of strongholds this morning. <clears throat> and I just kind of want to talk to you from a almost like a, a, a biblical perspective um, on why we do what we do, why we stand where we stand, and what our belief system is behind uh, everything that's going on and our engagement uh, with our culture, with politics, with leadership, with influence, with marketplace, with all of that. And uh, this, this message probably is going to be a good one for us to, to be recording today, which I know we are, but getting out into the hands of people who want to see change. There's nothing more frustrating when you see something's wrong, but you don't know how to fix it. When you see something that is broken, but you don't know how to repair it, there's nothing worse. And, uh, and so this is kind of like a, a biblical roadmap on, on how, to, how to shift things. So First uh, Chronicles chapter 11, verse 4. 1 Chronicles 11, verse 4, it says, And David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, which is Jebus. So at this particular time, it was called Jebus because that's where the Jebusites were in the, the inhabitants of the land. The Jebusites were Canaanite people. They weren't Israelite people. They were Canaanite people. And they were living in what is today known as Yerushalayim, Jerusalem, but before it was Jerusalem, it wasn't just desolate, it wasn't just empty, it wasn't a city just waiting there with a big bow and ribbon on it from God saying, hey guys, got this for you and it's, it's empty, I've cleared it all out. No, no, when, when, when they got there, the enemy was possessing the heart and the capital of Israel today. God had given it to them but the enemy was occupying it. And the Bible says that when, he, when, when they got there to G Jerusalem, which is Jebus, where the Je Jebusites were the inhabitants of the land. But the inhabitants of Je Jebus said to David, you shall not come in here. <clears throat> you shall not come in here. Nevertheless. There's no zoning for churches in San Diego, nevertheless. There's never been a, 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 a mega spirit-filled mega church in San nevertheless. If you, if you talk about money, nevertheless. If you put women in leadership, nevertheless. We, are, we, are the, we unleash the nevertheless factor. We don't live underneath. We don't live. We don't let the wicked. We don't let the unrighteous. We don't let those who who uh, oppose God, set the commentary, set the thermostat. We, we don't have to live under their world. We don't have to, what, who, who, who says you get to, to, to issue the word of the Lord? Last time I read my Bible, the Lord is most high. He sits on a throne. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And his will is done through his word. Whatever God wills, he words. And whenever God words, he wills. So we, we, but you need to understand that you will always face words. 
They said to David, you shall not come in here. You will not come in here. You will not have 16 campuses in San Diego. You will not get this across the line. You will not get zoning. You will not get government. You will not. You know, knock yourselves out. You can talk all day. Talk to the hand. The ears aren't listening. But, you, but you've got to fortify yourself against the word. Nevertheless, I, I like David. He was probably got some German in there because he's got that arrogant nevertheless. He's not listening to, to, to their taunts. He's not listening to their chants. He's not listening to their mantra. Nevertheless, nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion. That is the city of David. That is the city of David. Because he took it, it had his name on it. They know who took it. They know who took it down. It changed the name of the city, changed the culture of the city, changed the climate of the city, changed the environment of the city. It went from wicked possession to godly possession. It went from wickedness flowering to godliness flourishing. It went from crime and corruption to righteousness and justice and peace flourishing in that place. Jerusalem means city of peace. Now David said, whoever attacks the Jebusites first shall be chief and captain. And Joash, the son of Zariah, went up and first and became chief. Then David dwelt in the... Then David dwelt in the... David dwelt in the stronghold. Therefore, they called it the city of David. And he built the city around it. From the Milo to the surrounding area, Joab repaired the rest of the city. So David went on and became great, and the Lord of hosts was with him. I love this passage of Scripture because it tells us, it tells us that the, the strategy of the enemy has always been about strongholds. Strongholds weren't just an ancient strategy. They are also a present strategy. The problem is Christians who preach the Bible... I don't know, don't know if they're just not reading the Bible. Because if you look at Sacramento and then you look at San Francisco and the Pelosi crime family cabal, you look at, at Los Angeles, you look at New York City, you look at Chicago, you begin to notice, you begin to notice that these, these, are, these are blue enclaves. These are strongholds. The rest is, is red. You go to Portland. Portland's the only crazy place that's blue. The rest of, of Oregon is red. It is bright red. And yet every year it, 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 it ends up blue on the, the electoral map. I would, I would suggest to you that there's, there's shenanigans absolutely going on, fraud absolutely going on. Because once I'm in power, I decide what gets investigated and what's not. And if there's a police chief or commissioner that wants to investigate the fact that it was pretty dodgy how it got into power, I just fire him. I just make sure that I bankrupt his, his life. And then I put people into place that, that will all benefit off the hog, will we'll all get rich at the expense of the people. But Satan rides in on this kind of stuff. So strongholds are happening today. These are strongholds. There's a stronghold in New York. There's a stronghold in California, in Sacramento, San Francisco, Los Angeles. The devil wants to try and build a stronghold here in San Diego, but we are the rebuttal. We are the opposition. We are the resistance. We are that which pushes, pushes back. I, um, uh, I, 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 love, I love movies and um, 
there's a there's an awesome movie. I just flipping forgot the name of it now. And uh, but anyway, there's it goes like this. It says uh, there are things that go bump in the night. We are the ones that bump back. Hellboy. That's right. It was from Hellboy. And uh, and, and I, I just I just like that. I like. There are things that go bump in the night, but we're the ones that bump back. And uh, that's us. That's us in, in San Diego. So we understand that this is not just an ancient thing that went away as people got better. It is, it is a, an ancient thing, but it is a present thing. The devil knows he needs to build strongholds. In, in Jerusalem, at this time, the enemy had created an enclave and a stronghold, and yet the territory was given to Israel by God. God said... I promised Abraham, I rehearsed the promise to Isaac, and then I repeated again to Jacob that to you and your descendants, all the land that you see I'm giving you, no man shall be able to stand before you, Moses. No man shall be able to stand before you, Joshua. Cross over. I will drive out the, the Jebusite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, the Amorite. I will drive out the Canaan. I will drive them all out. You, and yet when David gets to what is today Jerusalem, the enemy has created a stronghold and the stronghold looks so secure that they said to David, you shall not come in here. This is really, really important because we live in an age where people say, well, if it's difficult, it can't be God. It, you know, if it's easy, then it must be God. You know, that we, we only walk through open doors. Last time I read my Bible, Jesus says, knock and the door will be open. Nobody, he's not saying, hey, knock only on open doors. He's like, knock and keep on knocking and the door will be open, which means right now it's a shut door. Right, right now there's a shut door trying to, we, we need a couple more central locations, but nothing's popping up. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to keep knocking. We're going to keep knocking. We're going to keep knocking. Prayer is the knocking. Prayer is the persistence that we don't give up. We, 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 nevertheless, when they say, well, you know, there's no buildings and there's no zoning. Well, you know what? We don't come under that word. Nevertheless, we're going to occupy buildings. Nevertheless, we're going to be taking territory. Nevertheless, we're going to be expanding. Nevertheless, we're going to have 16 campuses. Nevertheless, we're going to have the city surrounded. Nevertheless, we're going to be reaching our schools. Nevertheless, we're going to be flipping government seats. Nevertheless, we're going to be flipping the mayor, flipping the... I said flipping, not flipping off. Although we're going to be flipping the, the superintendents and the county supervisors and the school boards. That's our assignment. That's our job, nevertheless. So we, we don't let, we don't let the, the words. So they said, you shall not come in here. And, and you need to understand it's, it's always been a, 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 a war of words. It's always been a war of ideology. But we don't come under the words that the media and the hit pieces Last week for Tucker Carlson, we had um, the San Diego Tribune, you know, we're, we're kind of schmoozing and smooching, saying, hey, hey, the Waken Church, well, we'd love to come up and cover the Tucker Carlson thing. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on, hang on, the San Diego Tribune, we've been here 16 years, they've never written one positive article. So I said, go back and tell them if they set foot on our property, we'll arrest them. Like... That they, they, they don't care about God. They don't care about our agenda. And I don't need them. Oh, oh, please, media, write something positive. We don't know how to grow a church, do we? But if you could help us by writing a, a positive art, you don't, there's something you don't like in our church, we'll change it. I, I, don't, need, I don't need them. 
I don't need the media. I don't need Oprah. I don't need current affair. I don't need the TV. I don't need positive articles in the newspaper to grow the church. Growing the church, don't need any of that. Growing the church is very simple. Make disciples who make disciples. It's unstoppable. It may not be as sexy as a headline, but it's effective. And when I get to heaven, I'm going to be tested not on my sexiness, but on my effectiveness. Now, Leanne says I'll probably get in on both, but she's allowed to. She's only human. Don't judge her. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. <laughs> we don't let, we don't let the narrative and the commentary of the, the evil be the, the, the final word in the land. We don't let them be the highest word in the land. When, when they said, when they said that San Diego is going to be a, um, a haven for abortions, that San Diego will be an abortion sanctuary. I love Pastor Becky, Pastor Leanne, Pastor Katie, marched straight down there and called out Jezebel and called out and, and even cursed that they couldn't sleep. I love it. They're rolling around at, in night, gnashing their teeth because they're taking all kinds of, because they can't sleep because Becky Lynn Heinrichs put a curse on them saying, may you not have any rest, you Jezebelic, baby slaughtering wicked people. They're going to continue to say, they want their word to go out over the land and rest on the land. Our job is to continually, from every pulpit, from every platform that God has given us and new ones yet to come, put this word over the land, put this word over San Diego. You need to understand the reason that we prophesy. The reason that we prophesy is because prophesying is taking words from God and shooting them into the atmosphere in the city so that the highest word that is influencing the spiritual terrain and the spiritual atmosphere of the city is not the words of Satan. It's not the words of the wicked. It's not the words of a supervisor or a mayor. It is the words of God from the pulpit. I'm telling you, the devil is afraid of the church. That's why he is relentless in his attack on the church. He is relentless. The war, the, the dragon made war against the saints. Why? Because he knew the saints possessed the power to change cities. He knew the saints, the saints are a threat to him. They're the only threat because he knows that we can hear from God and we are called to be the mouthpiece of God. That's why I refuse to be muzzled. That's why I refuse to back up. Hey, hey, you know, if you really want to grow your church, don't, don't speak about, you know, theme thick marriage. Leave that alone. Hey, if you really want to grow your church, you know, don't speak about abortion. You know, it's too controversial. Don't, well, what the hell do we say? You know, they're, 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 they're the little sliver right in, right in here. Just, no, don't, don't, that's too far that way. And that's just, just preach right here, just on this little, um, thou shalt not judge. No, no, because, because if you study um, Sodom and Gomorrah with Lot, the people said to him, hey, who are you coming as a sojourner to our city? And now he fits as judge. In other words, they said to him, you, you can live here as long as you don't judge. And so we can coexist with a world going to hell if we just kind of preach about how Jesus loved everybody. And, 
And when Jesus came, he didn't, he didn't judge anyone. What about when he called the Pharisees whitewashed tombs? We're not here to be popular with the devil. We are not here hoping that demons will get along with us. We are here to cast the devil's ass out of our city. We're here to break strongholds. We are here to cast out demons, to drive out wickedness, to pull down strongholds. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold. Nevertheless. For David to take the stronghold, nevertheless, I like that spirit, nevertheless is devil, no matter your taunts, no matter your threats, no matter your defiance, no matter your hit pieces, no matter your narrative, no matter the lies and the rumors that you say about us, we ain't coming under your word because we actually are soldiers under command. We, we, we respond and we obey a higher authority and we have to give an account to the one who sits on the throne. Therefore, if your word is in alignment with his, we're happy to go along. But when your word is contrary to his words, when your word is in defiance to his word, you better believe that we're going to tear your word down so that his word can establish. Because what we do know about God, Psalm 89 verse 14 says that righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth have gone before him. And let me tell you what every city in America needs. It needs righteousness and it needs justice. It needs mercy and it needs truth. And the devil knows that if he can remove God's throne by putting a different word over a land, he can get rid of righteousness and it's replaced with wickedness. It's replaced with crime. It's, it's replaced with corruption and extortion and perversion and uncleanness. And what happens then is you have no justice. The wicked get away with murder and the innocent, January 6, people are locked up without any recourse, without any legal representation. It is wickedness and there's no mercy and there's no truth in the land. It's deception and destruction. And the thing that stands in the way is not a government uh, or po politician, it is the church. The church has to find her voice and she has to find her courage. Can somebody say amen? In, in Proverbs 21 verse 22, it says, uh, a wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down its trusted stronghold. Proverbs 21, 22, a wise man sca scales the city of the mighty. It doesn't say a strong man, it says a wise man which means that wisdom is better than strength. The world has tried to brainwash you into believing through evolution that the strong rules over the, the weak. And that may be true. The strong may bully the weak. But human history isn't the strong dominating the weak because there are many, many battles throughout history where, where the strength was in this army. They, were, they had better weaponry. They had more soldiers. They had, but because of wisdom, wisdom always triumphs over strength. Wisdom triumphs over strength. Alexander the Great many times would face enemies that were insurmountably larger than his army. But because he was a brilliant strategist, he could divide, deflect. He would create uh, he would create distractions over here and diversions, and then he would flank them and come in from behind them. And 
Wisdom is always better than strength. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down this trusted stronghold. It doesn't matter what George Soros is doing. It doesn't matter what Bill Gates is doing. It doesn't matter what Klaus Schwab and the globalists are doing. It doesn't matter what the corrupt Biden, illegitimate Harris illustration are doing. It doesn't matter what Pelosi. It doesn't matter Schumer. It doesn't matter Newsom. It doesn't matter because God is raising up wise. God is raising up the level of wisdom that we're going, to, we're going to go into the city of the mighty. We're going to go into Sacramento, San Francisco, L.A., California, the city of the mighty, and we're going to bring down its trusted stronghold. We're going to dismantle the strongholds of the enemy. Why? Because we're saving innocent lives. We're saving the innocence of our children. We're saving our generation. What we want to bring to, to the city is peace. What we want to bring is mercy. What we want to bring is truth. What we want to bring is love. What we want to bring is righteousness. What we want to bring is justice. The wicked hates these things, but it's our job to bring those things because that's how cities get blessed. Proverbs 29 verse 2 says that when the wicked or when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. I don't, I don't think that church should get involved in politics. Well, then you need to read your Bible because Proverbs 29 verse 2 says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked are in authority, the people groan. Every time right now you're filling up your car with gas and you're seeing $6.29 per gallon, people are groaning. It should tell you, hang on, I'm groaning. I wonder who's in authority. The wicked are in authority. But but when we had righteousness in authority, it was $2.39 a gallon. It was almost $4 cheaper a gallon. When people are rejoicing, the righteous are in authority. When people are groaning, the wicked are in authority. I, I don't know about you, but we need more rejoicing and less groaning. Our, our, our job, our job. Well, the church shouldn't get involved in. What the heck are you talking about? The church is God's thermostat setting on the culture and the environment of the city. We want people rejoicing. There's nothing better than you're walking along the boardwalk at Mission Beach and there are families sitting together and laughing and eating and, and watching sunsets and it's beautiful. Or you're driving to restaurants or you're driving downtown or you're on the beach and there's families sitting together and there's laughter and children playing in the park rejoicing. That means there's righteousness in authority. But when people are groaning, when people are lamenting, when jobs are scarce and businesses are shuttered and shut down and children are forced to wear masks at school and people are forced to take vaccinations in their arm of things that are unproven. In fact, if anything, the stats are hidden from the damage that the, the vaccinations are doing and they're forced to take the people are groaning. It's because the wicked are in authority. Our job is to shift the principalities and powers. We start with the demonic and then we move into the natural and we keep going and we keep going till righteousness is set up on earth as it is in heaven. Somebody say amen. The earth was always meant to reflect heaven. So can I just say this, that it's courage and wisdom. So the Bible says, David said, this is how he took the stronghold. David says, whoever goes up first, somebody's got to go first. Leanne preached a great message about going first. You know, in a marriage, who's going to go first to apologize? 
where, where there's been a breach, who's going to go first to reconcile? Who's going to be first to say, I'm sorry? Who's going to go up first? Who's going to be the first one to hold up the protest sign? Who's going to be the first one to draw a line in the sand and say, hey, I, I just, I can't, I, I got no more backing up in me. You know, we backed up when, hey, you know, love is love and, and you know, two men can marry and two women. And we backed up and, hey, hey, you know, abortion in the first trimester and we backed, but, but they, 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 they're not satisfied. They keep moving the goalposts. They keep now. Now they, they now they want to. They, they want to legalize pedophilia. They want to legalize. No, no. It's it's just you know the man boy love association. It's 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 um uh, what is it? Something attraction, minor attraction. Hang on. And so at some point somebody's got to be the first to say, Hey, am I? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I'm drawing a line in the sand. I ain't got no more backup. The church has got to quit backing up. The church has got to quit backing up, and the church has got to begin stepping up. And so David said, whoever goes in first, the only way we're going to tear down the stronghold is somebody's got to be first to say, hey, this is wrong. Somebody's got to be first to say, we ain't taking this no more. Someone's got to be first to call out the politicians, to call out the leadership, to call it. Somebody's got to go first. To go first means courage. Takes courage to go first. When everyone else in, in your workplace is you know, wearing the, the, the rainbow thing or, you know, posting the black square or, and, you're, and you're the first to speak up about it, you're going to be persecuted because you're the outlier. You're the odd one out. But somebody's got to go first. Here's one of the craziest things. Here's one of the craziest things that, that to go first requires courage. To go first requires courage. I need you to understand that that, that uh, Einstein discovered that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So every value has either an attraction principle or a rebel, uh, repel principle. Uh, a negative attitude repels people. A whiny, you're not going to get invited to too many people's parties. Hey, we're all going out afterwards. What do we do? Why don't we invite the Karen that's always whining and complaining about something? We need her to come and rain on the parade because we're having to. No, no, you ain't going to. So there's, there's a repelling in courage. Courage attracts. What does it attract? It attracts strength. When, when, we, when we stood up, the, 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 the question my, my bride asked me, she says, man, if, if we stand up, if we stand up on these issues, we will lose people. And you know what? I'm like, yep, absolutely, we will. And so we had people leave and go to another church. But I knew that courage attracts. Complicity, compliance also attracts. I said, you watch what will happen. Our weak people will go there. Their strong people will come here. Because courage and strength go together. Courage and success go together. Courage and champion go together. If we are the courageous church, we will continue to attract success We'll continue to attract strong, strength, 
Strength is drawn towards courage. Success is drawn risk takers in the marketplace. They are successful because they took risks. How do you take a risk? Courage. Courage. So, so David says the way we're going to bring down the stronghold, someone's got to go first. And I love Joab. Joab, the son of Zariah, goes up first. He finds a way in. Uh, if you read Jewish history, they say that he, he found a way through, through uh, he crawled up the, the water pipe, the aqueduct, and he got into the city and boom, took down, boom, took down. They weren't expecting, they were watching on the outside. All of a sudden, there's a guy boom, with a sword, and then he opens the gate, and the Israelite army was able to come in, and they were able to ransack the city. It just took one person. 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 It just took a Marco Contreras. To, to, to win his election down. And it just, it just took one church to raise up warriors. It just took one church to say, hey, we're getting involved in the po political scheme. It, it just took one church to say, hey, we're taking over school boards. It just took one church to say, any position that is open, we're going to raise up people to run for it. It just took one church to say, hey, we are not going to let voter fraud determine who our leaders are. We're going to put poll watchers and we're going to make sure the integrity of the vote and we're going to vote for anything that, that forces people to have voter ID, because if you're a citizen and you vote, but a non-citizen is allowed to vote, that cancels out your vote, that removes your voice. And we know there are corrupt powers that want to remove your voice because your voice is contrary to their voice, because their voice is, you shall not come in here. And so we are that church that raises up people, can somebody say amen, to push back. We are pushing back on all those lines. And so then the Bible says that then they took the stronghold. They took the stronghold. The first thing David did was he then repaired and rebuilt. So it was a stronghold of the enemy. And then David had Joab and the army repair and rebuild to make it a stronghold for God. The reason we're in this mess is because the rhinos stopped repairing and stopped building. It's because the church fell asleep at the wheel. It's because we didn't understand that our job is to set up enclaves of strongholds of righteousness. You know, if you went to Washington, D.C., and if you got to, to, to do a Project Veritas fly on the wall, undercover secret recording with, with the left, they will tell you what, the, what they hate the most about America. What is most pesky to them is the Bible Belt. They hate the Barack Obama talked about these people that they cling to their guns and their religion and their Bibles. It, 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 because it, it's in the way. It's, ah, uh, these people with their Second Amendment, their First Amendment, all fueled by a devotion to God. These people are the smelly Walmart people. These are the people that we need to. And they use, these, they use these derogatory terms because the devil knows that the strength of America, they, 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 Texas is their prize because of the godliness, the righteousness, the per capita church attendance in Texas. They know that if they can break Texas, they break America. But we are here to say, hey, don't even think about Texas being your big battle. San Diego, California, Salt Lake City. We're, taking, we're, we're pulling down demonic strongholds and we're going to set up strongholds of righteousness. We're going to have godliness. We're going to block CRT from our schools. We're going to block LGBTQ garbage being forced on our children. 
You don't even let a three or four-year-old choose their diet. Why would you let a three or four-year-old choose their gender? Why don't you teach them, no, God gave you a gender. It's already done. You were born a boy. You were born a girl. So in, in Luke eleven twenty one, Jesus says, when a strong man, fully armed, guards his palace, his goods are at peace. But when one stronger than he comes, he must first bind the strong man. Take away the armory in which he trusted or the weaponry in which he trusted. Then he is able to plunder his goods. Jesus is, is teaching a, a, a biblical principle. A, a principle that I, I don't know why, but the church has forgotten and the church doesn't teach. We, we have to identify strongholds. We, are, we identify over California stronghold, over Sacramento, over San Francisco, over LA. We identify even here in San Diego, there are certain strongholds funded by wicked people like George Soros, demonized, satanic people. And our job is to, to see that when a strong man fully armed, fully funded, dark money, his goods are at peace. But when one's stronger... When one's stronger than he comes. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. There's, there's no one stronger than God. There's no one more. I don't need to fear the devil. That's why the Bible says, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. If you're submitted to God. You know, the last thing Jesus said uh, before he went to heaven to the disciples, we think it was the Great Commission. He gave the Great Commission, Matthew 28. But in Acts, he says, I want you to wait in Jerusalem till you receive power. You shall receive power. Why? Because he wants you and I to be the stronger, to go against the strong men, pull down the stronghold so we can establish righteousness. That's why we do what we do. That's why we pray. That's why we fast. That's why we engage. That's why we preach. That's why we don't back up, but we step up. That's why we draw lines in the sand. That's why we are unafraid. That's why we are unashamed. That's why we choose to be courageous. That's why we choose to stand up for God. Come on. If you believe that, give God a great shout. Wow. What an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.